Hey everyone, welcome to Raging Gracefully 2.0 with me, your host, Annie Nylon. So Raging Gracefully first appeared as a column in 2012, and now it's leveled up to podcasts, which is really exciting. And we're going to take a shallow dive into a deep ocean of hilarious and heartfelt topics that just seem to bind women at the hip. You can expect satire, tongue-in-cheek social commentary, questionable advice, obscure musical references, life hacks, as well as fitness and wellness tips that just might fly in the face of what we're currently being force-fed. So I hope that whet your appetite. Welcome back to Raging Gracefully 2.0 with me, Annie Nyland, your host. Recently, it came to my attention that some male listeners felt like some of the topics were slanted too much towards females. Well, yeah, they are. And my advice to those listeners is listen and learn because chances are you have females in your life that maybe are giving birth to blood diamonds. And if you don't know that reference, it means you got to go back a few episodes and listen. So today's episode is uh, a a good follow-up to the one prior to it, which was about vanity and self-esteem. And this uh, story is along those lines. However, I'm going to knock you over the head with metaphors. The whole story is a metaphor because it's going to involve a car instead of your body. So male listeners, there's that word car. So hopefully that would capture uh, your attention. So this story was pulled from a column that I wrote back in the day. And uh, I don't think I have a title for it, uh, but the protagonist is uh, a woman named, uh, for lack of better, let's call her Mustang Sally. And this is definitely a true story. And it was written for um, anyone who thinks they maybe have too many miles accrued, or they're getting old before their time, or they're comparing themselves to um, later models, and they feel like they can't measure up. Well, I'm, I'm going to show you that you absolutely can. So once upon a time, or let's say one day, Mustang Sally, um, she went to her doctors. Now, Mustang Sally was a woman of a certain age. Uh, let's say, so to give you a frame of reference, let's just say she was old enough to have seen the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. So she goes to her doctor and she gets some disturbing news after getting her annual inspection. And as usual, the inspection was overdue. Now, even though she had a fast machine and she kept her motor clean, After looking under her hood to check her engine, her doctor, a great diagnostician who never minced words, mechanically announced, you've accrued a tremendous amount of mileage in the past years, and the amount of internal combustion in your system concerns me. 
it could ignite an autoimmune response. Your transmission has hairline cracks, your pressure is way too high, and if left untreated, could cause you to blow a gasket. Even worse, some of your valves are showing signs of corrosion due to oxidation. And I can see that your battery is running low, which explains why you have trouble getting started in the morning, particularly on cold mornings. In layman's terms, your exhaust pipe is nearing exhaustion. In addition, as I've told you several times before, you need to change your oil to avoid getting blockages in your fuel pump. And if you do not start taking better care of your engine, it could seize. Any questions or concerns? Oh, poor Mustang Sally. I mean, red lights flashed before her eyes. And the news made her so nervous that her gas tank actually leaked. And, you know, she was known to have a little bit of a problem with her muffler backfiring when she got nervous. So she placed a hand over her muffler and the doctor caught that. He, he didn't miss a thing. And he said, well, we're also going to have to work on lowering those emissions. And with that, the doctor performed a quick lube job and he didn't charge her extra. In fact, I think she paid him. I'm not sure. So then with greasy hands and all, he wrote up a really big bill and told her to hit the road, Jack, because you're holding up traffic. He had a lot more engines to look at, a lot more hoods to look under. So when Sally got home, she checked her rearview mirror, and it was definitely true. Objects do look bigger than they appeared. Her chassis was no longer sassy, and her beautiful high-beamed headlights that she was so fond of flashing in people's faces during college, but only when she was high on octane, were now low beams and ineffectual. No one ever noticed them. There were scratches and dents in her fenders. Her paint job had faded. The top coat actually peeled in some places. And there was rust under her carriage that had spread like, like a cancer, just like not looking good. The spare tire that she carried around with her for the past five years had ballooned. And when she reached behind to adjust her uh, reclining seat, oh boy, she cringed. There was a lot of junk in the trunk, and not the good kind, just a lot, a lot of junk. So those who've been down that road before, they constantly warned her that she only had one vehicle to travel down life's highway, and that she needed to take better care of her car, aka her body. And she was really regretting not taking better care of it when it was new. Life in the fast lane had taken its toll. Sally says to herself, gee, I got to get back in the driver's seat. I am losing the race. So she hooks up with one of her very polished friends who just had a recent detailing and she was glowing. So she says to her friends, where's the starting lane? I need to get back in the race. So her friend tells her, with lots of conviction, always start with the exterior. No one sees the interior, so it doesn't matter. Besides, if you look better, you'll feel better and run more smoothly. 
I recommend starting with a good hosing down. Then airbrush or put some pinstripes on your roof and definitely get waxed from top to bottom. Then go collect estimates and even if you can't afford it, take yourself off the road for a while to get all your old parts lifted and replaced. Do not buy foreign ones. They're too expensive and no one knows how to fix them anyway. So then our friend does like circles and preens and says, look at me. I've been rebuilt from front to end. And excuse me while I blow my own horn, but everyone thinks I'm a late model. So Sally, uh, you know, she looked at her friend and she secretly thought that her friend's newly mounted hood ornaments might be a bit too large and the color of her paint job a tad too bright, but she had to admit her friend was now definitely built for speed and she absolutely did stop traffic. So Sally smiled. Oh no, she didn't smile. She sighed. And she realized that, wow, she hadn't been honked at in years. So with lots of conviction and a list of reputable mechanics specializing in bodywork, tucked safely in her glove box, Sally sped home. So she pulls out the estimates out of the glove box and marches in and squares off with her husband, who just happened to be watching TV. Go figure. So she puts her hands on her hips and without blinking, she says to him, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to replace all of my old parts and get a complete overhaul regardless of the cost. And if you put any roadblocks in my way, you'll be the first part to be replaced. So the husband was used to reading the warning signs. And, and to be honest, he almost made a quick exit. He was all too familiar with his wife's tendency to overheat and her ability to go from zero to 60 in just a few seconds. Also, she had a lot of problems with cruise control. So he became very practiced at applying the brakes for her. And to avoid a fatal accident, he skillfully steered her back on course so she wouldn't crash and burn again. He knew just what to say. And um, she didn't care if he was being a little patronizing. She ate it up with a spoon. He continues with, then he put on his um, milky, sweet, honeyed voice. And he says, oh, sweetie. Close the centerfold of his motor trendy magazine. And he looked up at her and he said, you don't need to change your parts. You're a classic. They don't build them like you anymore. And so what if you're a bit oversized and bad on gas? You're so comfortable and roomy. Just just what every woman wants to hear. But he finished up with it. And you can still drive me crazy. Hmm. So Sally, she, she did. She started to smile and she made a U-turn. Because you know what? It was tailgate time. They played bumper cars with renewed enthusiasm during the commercials of Gray's Anatomy. With the expertise of a skilled mechanic, the husband made all the right connections and he was careful to hold her tight because 
she definitely was slippery when wet. So after a little thrust of horsepower from his pink Cadillac, the woman's battery did recharge. And in no time at all, her engine was purring. So despite a little wear and tear over the years, it was clear that she still had a few good miles left and she was not ready for the junk pile. And guess what? Either was he. Now, if that isn't a sweet story, I don't know what is. So thank you for listening to Raging Gracefully 2.0 with me, Annie Nyland, your host. And that's it for today. That's it. In a nutshell, Joni.